Okay, guys. Uh, let's start talking about uh, some of the things that are going on. This right. time next week. Yep. Uh, the president is meeting with Kim Jong-un. Uh, what are we going to see out of that? Uh, not not big uh, picture uh, not big picture politics, but militarily, what are we going to see out of that? Um, the you'll pr- probably not any firm reduction in North Korean nukes. What what they're really managing expectations way better than they were two months ago. Remember, two months ago it was going to be complete nuclear disarmament by North Korea, and they'll be it'll be turned into a kiddie park and the whole thing. And and then either Trump started paying attention to the PowerPoint or something. But he officially cut off that talk with that letter when he canceled it three weeks ago. Remember that? Yep. Or two weeks ago. So ne- then they reset. Now the new reset is that this is a great start. Can't wait to begin talking and finding common ground. What you're probably going to see this time next week um, and, and, and in the morning, because that'll be late. That'll be, uh, you know, late, uh, early Friday morning uh, over there is uh, the announcement of the next set of talks. Um, so that's how this is going to go. There's not going to be any announcement that the North Koreans are going to uh, denuclearize or whatever. There might be an announcement that a uh, committee has been formed to set the conditions to sign a peace treaty uh, on the on the peninsula, which was a UN action. We were never so, you know, at hey, war. Now, with do North you Korea, see, but- now do you see a peace treaty actually being signed? Not there, obviously, but soon thereafter. Between North and South Korea, formal peace treaty, which means nothing, by the way. Yeah, it's, but it's symbolic, and I, I do because, and why? Because the North Koreans will get something out of it. They want economic development for they. They want to uh, on the east coast of North Korea. There's a city called Wonsan, and they want to turn it into a Ve- Vegas with a beach. They want Kim Jong Un wants Macau, um, and Macau is 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 a Chinese possession, but it's the Vegas of Asia. Uh, and Kim Jong Un's older brother, the one he whacked. Used to go there all the time. He was famous for for gambling there. But Kim wants a, a a Vegas zone in North Korea. He knows that only we can help him develop that. Uh, and so he why he wants a why, piece. Wait, of wait, that. Japan, Singapore, oh. Malaysia. Have you ever been to a Japanese casino? No, only we can do this. This is our thing. Sheldon Adelson's probably going to do it. And funny you mentioned that. You know who owns a huge hotel in Singapore? A four a three tower hotel with a roof. Uh, joining the three towers the, uh, that's sh- uh, shaped and looks like the Titanic. It looks like the right. Titanic. Sheldon Adelson. Yeah, it, oh, that's his? Marina Bay in Singapore. Oh, I didn't know that was his. Guess whose campaign he contributed to. So they're, they're uh, Donald Trump. And so the deal is a lot of American security, a lot of American special operations guys. This is like the world's largest infinity pool at Singapore. Yeah, on top of the building. Yeah. And these guys are sending selfies. These mm-hmm. like these buff dudes with all this facial hair sending selfies from the rooftop garden at Sheldon Adelson's. Hotel, and so it's probable that Trump's uh, posse will stay there. The meeting will happen somewhere else, <clears throat> but it, it's a very Singapore is a very stable, secure place for sure. We'll be right back uh, and uh, more with uh, Brian Suits. KFI handle here. It is a uh, Thursday. It's Tactical Tuesdays on a Thursday with uh, Brian Suits and. Uh, was it Brian? You said oh, it's a week from today, right? Uh, and will it'll, it ha- yeah, it'll be taking the place summit. on on our Wednesday, our Wednesday and Thursday, and scheduled to be only a day. Don't be surprised if it goes into overtime. And we are. Uh, what time is it going to be our time? Will it happen during this show? The opening. Uh, it'll be. It'll be uh, at six a.m. here. It, it'll be late, late, late Thursday night. Got it. Almost Friday morning. 
And and yes, we are paying for the North Korean delegation and their hotel. It wasn't. And, no, it wasn't. It, I would think Singapore would. I mean, the Singapore tourists wind up paying them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, how can how can they not? Because James Clapper, who you had on uh, last week, right? Um, he was talking about in 2014. He went to North Korea for some initial talks about stuff and junk, and he had a 12 course, this elaborate 12 course North Korean meal. And he thought, well, it's a state dinner, the whole thing. When he was done with the meal, they handed him a bill. That's fantastic. So, no, you invited me here. Oh, that's fantastic. And they handed him a bill. They, they need money. Do you know how much? I, it, it was like sixty-seven fifty dollars or something. You know, and, and, uh, and he said that's what they do. It's what the North Koreans do. That is absolutely hilarious. All right. So uh, let's move uh, in another direction. And this one just drives me completely crazy. Amnesty International is uh, now saying that the U.S.-led airstrikes on Raqqa in Syria could amount to war crimes. It, it, the only people that seem to be accused of war crimes are the United States and Israel. Yeah. Everybody else, Assad, for example, targeting hospitals with cluster bombs doesn't seem to be a problem with Amnesty International. No, but we bomb ISIS when we're the war criminals. Uh, and, uh, of course, Israel uh, and the border. Well, everything they do is a war crime. Uh that's true. Yeah, when they wake up, and it's a war crime to wake up in Israel. Uh, but it, in the case in the case of Rock, Amnesty International is going to fall on deaf ears on this one because it, it, you literally, to take their side, you're taking the side of ISIS. Raqqa, the same technique that we use in Fallujah was employed. Get out of Raqqa. You have a month to get out of Raqqa. You have three weeks to get out of Raqqa. You've got two weeks to get out of Raqqa. They didn't get out of Raqqa, and ISIS wasn't letting them get out of Raqqa. But at some point... Uh, you know what? The the Nazis didn't want people to get out of, of, of Nuremberg. At some point, you have to fight the enemy. It's traditional, I believe, in war to kill the enemy and, and to get them out of Raqqa. Uh, yeah, they, we had to bomb the crap out of Raqqa. When uh, Amnesty International talks, do people actually listen? How much influence do they have on world affairs? Not much. They're, they like to portray themselves as the, the, the conscience of the world and the whole thing. And they, they do advocate... For a lot of human rights things and all things, it's just that you got to pick your battles. Since it's not a good one, you're 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 taking the side of ISIS, saying, "Hey, you bombed ISIS too much." Okay, well, uh, you know, and, and and ISIS, of course, they made sure that their knives were extra sharp so that no one suffered when they were being beheaded. You know, I guess. I, but uh, so Amnesty International is really barking up the wrong tree. So uh, go ahead. You were saying I, I was going to change topic. Sure. Uh, the Afghan government has surprised the living crap out of the U.S. military in Afghanistan. Because they called a ceasefire. And this is with us advising the Afghan army with operations underway. The Afghan government came down and told their soldiers, unilateral ceasefire. We've never tried this in 17 years. Ramadan comes to an end next week. We're going to have a, a unilateral ceasefire between now and the end of Ramadan to right, show so, the Taliban what great guys we are. Now, uh, the I know, and I was watching a 60-minute interview uh, with the president of Afghanistan and uh, he talked about sitting down with the Taliban and how they're still going to be there when the the Americans leave. And they understand the second the Americans leave, this whole thing collapses. I mean, that was obvious. Do you see the Taliban and the Afghanis cutting a deal and just bypassing the United States completely? It's possible. And if they do that, what the uh, American commander, General Nicholson, said is we respect the decisions of the Afghan government. If they want to do that. Uh, they can do that, and we're going to have to respect it because we're not occupying the country. We're we're advising them. If they say we're going to cut a peace deal with the Taliban, you Americans can do whatever you want, uh, then then they're going to do that. And then we're out of there in two seconds? Probably, and then the the Taliban take over by the end of the year. The the Afghan government called together a jirga of, of, of holy scholars, of, of Islamic scholars last week, 
who came together and declared without doubt that the use of violence is un-Islamic and that all sides, especially the Taliban, should stop it. And they were promptly blown up by uh, an Afghan suicide bomber. I mean, a Taliban suicide bomber. So uh, you think a deal is going to be cut uh, and it took... What, the IRA and uh, the government, the British government and the uh, North... Uh, 81 North years. Yeah, it's yeah. just crazy stuff. Do you do you see a deal being cut? The, the Taliban would have to stop believing that they were sent by God with a different way of life. Which may, I don't know, maybe that's negotiable. But. Yeah, but this is, but the Taliban actually, of all the terrorist group, actually came in and created a government. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. they considered themselves a, a, a real nation state and actually did it. Ran post offices, uh, ran government, which you don't see many terrorist groups. Uh, no, do. they, no, way, way better than ISIS did. And they, and had they on September 12th, 2001, had they simply arrested their minister of defense, Osama bin Laden, they'd still be in power. If they had said, oh, we got him. And we're going to kick uh, Al-Qaeda out of our country. But to leave us alone, they would still be in power. And uh, so they, they might come to an accord. It would be nice to see because this, this is a forever war. And I know people who did several tours in Afghanistan who are now saying goodbye to their sons who are going to Afghanistan. And that's when we become the British Empire at that point. Fantastic. Uh, what do you have going on? Is there any... Filling in for Gary and Shannon. When? Today. Oh, I didn't know on that. On KFI and tomorrow. So uh, I'll be doing Tactical Thursday with Brian Suits at 11 and then uh, and then other stuff. So the Gary and Shannon show. Excellent. And uh, any uh, personal stuff going on? I know you do a lot of appearances where you talk about stuff. Next Thursday in Carlsbad, uh, Dave and Buster's uh, information is up at uh, Twitter and Facebook. And I'll be explaining when we come up why this the, the scrotal hammock that you virtually endorsed yesterday, or that you did endorse, is a horrible idea. Okay, and horrible uh, idea, right? And he'll explain that was yesterday on uh, the Gary and <clears throat> Shannon show. It was actually Shannon and Jane Wells, and it was Shannon who came up with designing this idea. clothing. Don't women always complain when men design their clothing, like bras and yeah. flats and high heels? But this is a good idea for those of you that it's, don't it's, know it's, what it is. Yeah. It's a mesh device. It's sort of a hammock device uh, that if one has uh, the testicular part of your body, uh, and it's uh, it as you sit on the toilet, it's it goes a, a little bit too low and uh you get wet ones that is that doesn't really happen to anyone though really <laughs> oh my god <laughs> really get a squatty you think so you yeah really, you really think so okay <laughs> no, i'm gonna leave it at that and that's when you're Excuse urinating <laughs> <laughs> that is funny okay uh we come back uh and uh the connection between gay cakes and the muslim ban you know that's what marjorie calls me gay cakes all the time and uh, we'll be back. When, when John Thomas has a sleepover? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yes. So... Uh